the home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Going to quote Larry Hanskin here. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty. But it sure feels good, though. Talking about Dayton's win on the road, 63-57 over the Rhode Island Rams. Anthony Grant and company improved to 18-8 overall, 10-3 in Atlantic 10 play. And with that win in the conference standings, John Tisdale, they keep pace with the Davidson Wildcats, who also won tonight against Duquesne in their home arena down in Davidson, North Carolina. Dayton now a half game back of the Wildcats with five to go. One of those five remaining games with Davidson on senior night on March 5th. Uh, an impressive road win tonight, John Tisdale. Absolutely. You know what? How ma- John, we've said this so many times over the years. Road wins in college basketball, they are just, they are gold. They, you just can't put a price on that, especially conference road games. They're not easy. And this one was one of those. This was not an easy game because Dayton just, you and I were talking before it went on air. This was a game early in the year, John. Dayton would have lost because they played about as bad of a first half as they could play. I think they made, what, 25% of their shots, got only 24 points in the uh, sec in the first half, 24%. So I I, I, I actually upped it. It's, they shot 24% in the first half, got 24 points, and then you come back and gutted this one out. And it wasn't Deron Holmes and Kobe Elvis – because usually we've said this before, John. If Deron Holmes is not scoring, this team usually this team usually that's a formula for loss. Not tonight, because Holmes had eight points, but he, the Mitchell brothers really gave him trouble tonight. But it was Kobe Elvis. I'm sorry, Kobe Brea with 12 points. You had Tamani Kamara with 17. Mustafa Amzio, including that big three with 2:20 to go, that put Dayton up for good. And R.J. Blakeney for the second game in a row in double figures. He had 10 points tonight. So Dayton really got productive play out of their bench in the second half. They struggled in the first, but not in the second. 23 big bench points. That's what won this game tonight for them, John. Yeah, I think a lot of Dayton fans were concerned at halftime uh, because you look at things were not trending well, Tizzy. You mentioned the field goal percentage, 24% from the field. That's putrid. They could only muster 24 points and a half, even against a good defensive team like Rhodey. And... Nine turnovers, which has been a problem, but they didn't turn the ball over a single time in the second half. And then at the break, you've got uh, Deron Holmes over three from the field, so not making any of just his three attempts from the field. And we've seen that trend with this Dayton team, that when they don't get Holmes involved, tis, they can really struggle. So there's all these harbingers of, of bad Dayton game, and you're looking and thinking, uh-oh, at the break. Uh, this game at halftime had a Super Bowl Monday hangover. But at halftime, Dayton... The, the Flyers, they chugged some Pedialyte. They got some KU brunch in the belly. I don't know what they did at halftime, Tiz, but they cured that hangover, <laughs> and they looked like a totally different team in the second half. And and to not turn the ball over uh, a single time after nine nine turnovers, uh, for them to play much better offensively and start to, you know, even though it got tight down the end, push, push Rhode Island out to a working margin for a few minutes at a time that they were just unable to do in the first half. Um, and just to win a road game against a tough uh, road op- uh, conference opponent in an empty arena, when you got to keep pace with Davidson because they, you know, keep winning. Uh, that's impressive. 
Yeah, this was a very impressive win tonight. Um, look, I mean, Dayton got it to as much as 12 points tonight, 48-36, and then Rhode Island, give them credit, they came back, and they were able to tie the game at 54, and the Flyers were able to make the plays to win this game. Dayton winning after what will probably be their shortest turnaround all year. They just played Saturday, they flew to Kingston yesterday, and tonight they beat the Rams impressively, 63-57. What does Anthony Grant think about this one? Well, you're about to find out because... The head coach of your Dayton Flyers is live with Larry Hanskin courtside in Kingston after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin back in Rhode Island where Dayton defeats the Rhode Island Rams 63-57 to and uh, to the court with Coach uh, Anthony Grant brought to you by Pickrell, Schaefer, and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at PSELaw.com. Coach, uh, this was a game that uh, it, it, it was hard. It, it, it was hard, and, and is there something, though, rewarding about winning a game that's hard to win? Most definitely, you know, and, and obviously coming off of a, you know, a good win at home, quick turnaround, you know, I, I thought it was a difficult game. You saw both teams struggled there early, um, you know, just the, the the pace of the game, just the uh, you have you have to find a way to be able to make plays, and I, I keep saying it, playing well when what you think you do well isn't going well, right? And so the first half for us to go in tied, you know, I told the guys our defense allowed us to, to be in position where the game was tied. Our offense, on the other hand, was, was something different that we needed to, to just play with more pace, play with more rhythm. And the guys came out in the second half, and I thought we did. I thought we played with great pace. I thought you know, we, we were able to find rhythm shots. The guys were able to make plays, similar plays to what we had in the first half. We just were able to finish some plays. We, we missed a lot of stuff at the rim in the first half that we normally make. But I thought defensively tonight the guys really did a good job in both halves. The second half, they shot the ball better. They made, they made some shots in the second half. But I thought we made it difficult for them. The guys did a good job competing on the glass, did a good job of coming up with 50-50 balls. And then down the stretch, you know, we executed from the free throw line at a high level. You had nine turnovers in the first yeah. half. You finished the game with nine turnovers. And that's excellent. That's excellent. Especially, you know, down the stretch in the second half, they started pressing. Um, you know, obviously from a momentum standpoint, um, they, they kind of took control of the momentum, tied the game up. Huge play by Staffa, huge three by Staffa. I thought Staffa was huge for us tonight. Yeah. He made some plays on the defensive end, on the offensive end that were significant for us in helping us win. So, you know, one thing, Larry, you, you talk about a lot is, is you know, our, our depth and, and, you know, the versatility. And I think it was on display tonight that, you know, Staffa stepped up tonight and made some shots for us. Kobe El- Kobe Brea stepped up tonight and made some shots for us. So we get we get different guys on different nights, and to me that's the mark of a good team when you can have different guys step up and their teammates trust them, they trust themselves to go out and make plays. And, and you, you mentioned the versatility though too, is that like like Stafford tonight he had to guard a post guy, but yeah. he also had then he had to guard a couple times he had to guard a guy out on the on the perimeter. Yeah, and we've asked him to do that. He's played that role for us all year in terms of playing playing both. In a big lineup at a, at a perimeter position, and then also playing inside, so he has the versatility to do that. And you know, we needed every bit of it tonight. This was a very physical game, and I, I thought that Dayton—I wouldn't say they—they they shied away from the physical aspect of it in the first half, 
I just think they, they played through it in the second half. Would that be a, a, a pretty fair assumption? Well, I mean, I thought defensively in the first half, man, we, we, we did a really good job. You know, I think we, we held them to, to way under a point per possession in the first half. I think they were right at a point per possession in the, in the second half. Um, but like I said, I thought our defense gave us a chance, you know, in the first half because we, we were really struggling offensively to get any consistency and any rhythm. Um, you know, but, uh, no, I think the guys battled. You know, we knew it was going to be a physical game. They've got two really big physical guys inside. You know, they, they, they bring a level of physicality to the game that you have to be able to match and surpass, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that. Um, you know, but the rebounds were even tonight. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, the first time I looked at that, um, we got more offensive rebounds than them. You know, so, um, yeah, I, I thought we competed at a high level, you know, and that, that's what it's going to take. And, and uh, yeah, it's a good, good win. Good okay. roll win. All right, Coach, why don't you take the rest of the week off and don't play a game until Saturday, all right? Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you up on that. Uh, it, I'll tell you what, folks, what this team did tonight is it is it is noteworthy and it is, uh, it is to be congratulated. So that wraps things up here. And uh, we're going to take a little time off until Saturday, but uh, there will be stuff to do between now and then. Uh, on behalf of uh, Keith Wallaskowski with me here, filling in for the legend Bucky Bockhorn, I'm Larry Hanskin. Again, our final in Rhode Island. Dayton 63, Rhode Island 57. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning with Miami Valley's Morning News. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by Bud Light. Where there's fun, there's a Bud Light there. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. Care Source, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again. Go to VandaliaBlacktop.com to see how. And by Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. University of Dayton Basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. The announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Flyer Feedback. It was not pretty, but gosh darn it, it was impressive. The Dayton Flyers go to Kingston, Rhode Island for their shortest shortest turnaround of the year in what was supposed to be a week off John Tisdale and in a game uh, rescheduled because of COVID they go nab an impressive win against Rhodey on the road and, absolutely uh, uh, I think you have to as Link Larry Larry said this real well Larry I thought said this really well uh, you got to give these kids a lot of credit for going on the road in a short turnaround and getting the job done and look the game was tied at 24-24 at the half, Dayton did not play well, but Dayton came right back, and uh, they 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 finished this game out. And it was guys like Mustafa Amzil that finished it out. And Coach Grant talked about after the game with Larry about having to find a way to make plays when things aren't going well, and that's what this team was able to do tonight. He thought the defense was good, and the Flyers were able to make free throws also down the stretch. Uh, Mally Smith did that, and uh, Mustafa Amzil did that with 11 big points, including that big three with uh, just over two minutes remaining after the game was tied at 54-54, and Dayton never looked back after that trade by Moo. And a good rebound today because you had a week full of cupcakes during a homestand last week with Duquesne and GW. You wiped the floor with both of them. You just 
absolutely pasted the Dukes and Colonials. And they had a short turnaround of about 50 hours or so between that 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 really, you know, uh, great game against GW, just running them out of your gym. You turn around and come, uh, have to fly out yesterday to Kingston. You get it done, and you're keeping pace with the David Wildson, Davidson Wildcats atop the A-10 standings. Dayton's a half game back with five to go, one of those against Davidson. One more time, Dayton winner tonight, 63-57. That's going to do it for us. We will talk to you Saturday for Dayton and St. Joe's in Philadelphia. Until then, I'm John Bedell. I'm John Tisdale. Saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.